Yo, 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 and welcome to episode number 54 of the KDH podcast. Hope we're doing well. Hope we're having a fantastic day. If you see me talking about this on Instagram the other day, today we're going to be having a wee solo episode discussing, by applauding, are we making it better or worse? Now, why did I make this podcast? So I'm going to go into a bit of an insight after this, actually, because I've kind of put, I wrote a few, scribbled down a few notes, spent 10 minutes kind of going before this. I've got it in my head. And essentially, the reason why I take notes down, it's at the back of my mind, and this has this amazing harmony going on, this symphony. And at the front of my mind, there's just all this bah, noise, like someone just smashing a drum. And I'll write down loads of notes, and I know what I need to say, and it just comes out. But firstly, before I go into it, and a bit of an insight to why I made this, give you a bit of an update, because I know that folk have been following my Iron Man journey. I've had COVID, and just a bit of an update of what's going on, because I just realized I've not actually really done this in the podcast. Do a lot of my Instagram and stuff, but not really on the podcast. So, COVID. I'm now fully recovered from COVID. I am no longer in isolation. 10 days isolation. The only thing that I'm experiencing now is that I'm getting severe DOMS. That is the only thing. I've recovered pretty well from it. Respiratory system feels okay. I've done an hour cycle on Monday, 30 minutes on Sunday. Been doing some resistance training, been back at the gym twice this week and I went swimming all night. But the only thing I've noticed is just my recovery is massively impacted. Muscle soreness is heightened way more than usual due to like inflammation. I was looking online. So that's the only really thing I'm experiencing. And it's for a little bit of a span on the works. So if everyone didn't see as well, Ironman Vichy that was meant to doing, uh, meant to be doing last Friday, I got an email that crumbled me. Basically what's happening is that, oh, my laptop's not on charge. Should probably put that on if I'm doing a podcast. Um, so basically what actually happened was I got an email on Friday saying, basically, I can't go to France. I can't compete in it at France. I can go to France, but because I've had COVID, I wouldn't have had two of my vaccines. And basically, long story short, I, it, it crumbled me. I was just gutted. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I felt like a big fraud because the last nine months, which another thing, like it was never meant to be nine months. It was meant to be like four months. It was meant to be doing it in May. And it's been dragged out because the pools have shut off with an injury. The events moved. And you'll know this if you listen to other ones. But basically, long story short, I was just sitting going, I feel like a big fraud. I've spent thousands of pounds in training, coaching, equipment, fucking events, and hundreds of hours, grueling time, gave up, committed so much to it. And all of a sudden, I just found out I couldn't go. And I was just like, for about 10 minutes, I was just staring at my wall, staring at my ceiling. And my coach messaged me and was like, oh, by the way, there's an event on the same day in the UK called the Dalesman. So that's what I'm doing, doing the Dalesman on the 22nd of August. But I barely trained because I've had COVID. I've had, I just feel like, like I was meant to be doing this in peak condition and I'm so far from it. But you know what? That's what happens in life. We just wing it. We go for it. We get on with it. We suck it up and we deal with it because at the end of the day, it is what it is. And it's not going to be the experience I wanted. Initially, I was meant to be doing it in Mallorca. Then I ended up going to fucking Vichy. Well, I was maybe going to Vichy. I don't even know where that is in France. And then now I've, I've had to actually defer it. So I'm signed up for Ironman Vichy 2022. So aye, loads of stuff going on. But yeah, good news is I am literally doing it. Bad news, training's not on point. And actually my pal, Joe and Emma, are coming up for England this weekend. And we're going to be doing a lot of drinking and eating this weekend. So I'm not going to be doing much training. But... I just wanted to give you a bit of an insight to where I'm at. And the team is fucking immensely smashing it as well on Project Level Up. And um, we've got our next in-person event at the end of this month at Functional Fitness in East Kilbride. 
going to deliver a big day of training, a bit of a masterclass on big lifts. Then we're going to do a big, big conditioning workout as well. Energy is going to be epic. I'm buzzing for that as well. Um, and I've got a full new layout with things and I'm buzzing about the way everything's going. So feeling pretty good with everything. So a bit of an insight to why I've made this. And I kind of made this because... I want more people to be aware. I hope people listen to this podcast and by applauding, are we making it better or worse is the headline. So basically like in the fitness industry, people think very surface level initially. They come into it, but most won't get into it. And it's our job as a coach to, to kind of get into a bit deeper than that and be like, now, why are you doing this? Like, what was the reason behind it? And we start digging beyond that surface level stuff. And then we start to feel that there's there's a lot of stuff going on there. It's to do with body confidence. It's to do with literally relief that person's maybe never had it. And we start really realizing that it does so much more for them. And do you know what I mean? That's just the way it goes. But when I started off as a coach, this is a quote that I heard recently and it really stuck with me. You can only do the best with what you know at the time. And I think that's a really good life lesson and it's applicable to everything in life. You just need to get on with it and do it. And everyone can relate to this in their job. We probably look back at things we were doing years and years and years ago in our jobs when we first started or what we used to do. And you cringe at the fact that, why was I doing that? That's mental. How, how did I even get away with that? Or when we were first driving our cars, I used to be a wee boy racer and drive about everywhere. And I was like, wow, that's so stupid. It's so dangerous. But you can only do the best with what you know at the time. And I think that's important in fitness as well. However, one of the things I've found in fitness is I started, I joined, started the fitness industry four and a half years ago, coming up five years ago. And I look and there's still some people and I'm like, man, how are they not developing? How are they doing the same shit? Like in Ayrshire, there's fucking gyms that are just like in the Stone Age. Like you're going in and it's still like, oh, I'm not even going to go into it. But it's just, it's as if like certain people in certain places just stand still with fitness. And as a result of that, it's almost like, you go to certain places and they will applaud it. They'll just be like, this is Karen. Karen lost 20 pounds and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, Karen. And that's it. But it's like, actually, Karen completely changed her life. Karen found a sense of belief in herself for the first time in 30 years of her life. Karen surrounded herself with like-minded people. The byproduct is that Karen changed her body and the byproduct is that Karen, can't look, Karen lost 20 pounds. But if we operated this surface level thinking and we just fucking applaud it, is it actually changing anything or is it making matters worse? And that's why I wanted to make this. So, do you know what I mean? We're conditioned to think a certain way. And if we promote that level of thinking, then technically speaking, we are just going to promote people to stay the same. And it's important to just literally, if, if you applaud surface level thinking, then you're just promoting someone to stay at a surface level place they'll never really go beyond that and do you know what like this happens all the time and i have these breakthroughs with clients i get clients come on board and like my my upfront commitment to anyone working with me is 90 days now and i know myself like if i told a client i'm going to change everything in 90 days i'd be lying to them i'd be i'd be doing them a disservice the reality is yeah we can completely change their body in that time we can seriously level up their fitness we can give them a, level, a, a, a sense of belief they've never had. They can they can change so much. I've had clients change careers very quickly and all that because they're like, here, I've, I've got more ability. But the reality is that's not going to be it. Like the, the work in their head and the way that they've been thinking for such a long time isn't going to be changed in three months or a six-week challenge. It's going to take time and you're going to have to do the work in yourself. But basically, like you get people where they start to convince themselves that, no, I've done it. Like I've lost weight now. So that means that I've done this journey. And you're like, you can't base your journey on the fact that 
physical change happened. There needs to be mental change to coincide with that because at the end of the day, that's what so many people do. People just immediately applaud and they just, their go-to is like, have you seen so-and-so? They done this challenge. They lost this amount of weight. But the reality is they maybe done this challenge with 100, 200, 300 more people and then everyone is applauding the same thing. But the reality is maybe like one or two people out of that 200 people will break away from that style of thinking and actually realize there's more to it than just that. And they will actually really sustain this for long. Now, the reason why I'm using these stats and pulling these figures out and like literally I'm making these figures up, by the way, but statistically speaking, only 13% of the UK actually regularly exercise. 13% of the UK are only regularly, and I say regularly, and then I can't even say that, but we lisp when I say it. 37% of the UK only exercise, meaning there's literally another 63% that don't. But these stats are crazy because it just shows you that it's not people's physical ability, it's their mindset. And by actually just saying things and thinking at a surface level and applauding just these things, it's, it's not really going to promote long-term adherence. Do you know what I mean? Like the problem is it's people's way of thinking, it's people's perception of exercise. People don't welcome exercise into their life. They always say things like, I am trying, I hope this will work, or oh, I'm, I'm just worried that I'll go back to an old way. There is no old way or new way. You need to accept and welcome it into your life with open arms. And see when you do that, that's when you see change. Whereas if you think you're just doing this to lose weight, you're probably not going to stick it out long-term because the minute you hit that go weight, you won't be any happier. Nothing will change mentally. Nothing will change it. You'll have a bit more energy. You've obviously been proud of yourself for making, maybe doing something for the first time in your life that you never thought you'd be able to do. Gives you a sense of belief. But if that's it, if it stops there, then your journey will, it won't last much longer than it. And if people just literally go, that's class, and they make up a song and dance all about that, essentially speaking, they're just getting someone to almost promote them to stay the same. So that is the problem. The problem is like, like if you fuel people with that, and I think the biggest one is weight. That's the first sort of point I've came on to here. Weight, the scales. Look, people say things like this to me, like, and I'll, so you probably heard me in the podcast saying when I was a face-to-face coach, I never used the scales and I did use them and now I'm using them again. People say things like, I know the scales aren't important, but I lost this weight, Christian. And it's almost like they're going like that to you. I'm just going to say Christian wants to hear, but then I'm going to say what I want to hear. It's almost like people are looking for approval and they're trying to feel an old mindset because that's all they know. What we need to start doing is applauding the habits that actually got someone to there. So say, for example, someone's been just going to like a slimming club or something for years and years, and they're just like, they, they get a wee handbook, they go and do their meals, they count their sins, their bad things, they, they cut, they label loads of things. We're going to come on to that as well. And they'll lose the same amount of weight they use every time. Is anything actually changed? No, nothing's happened. They've just essentially created a caloric deficit by doing something that they're ultimately not going to do long-term. They're just going to literally take parts of it and it's going to get them a result in which they think they want. And if I was to then be like to a person, someone comes onto my program, I show them how to track their calories, I educate them, they start working through all my training modules, their eyes are completely opened. And then all of a sudden they're like, fucking hell, I just lost nine pounds without even like doing the things that I want to do, feeling good and actually eating the food that I enjoy. Christian, I lost nine pounds. And see me by just turning to them saying, that's amazing, you lost nine pounds. It's, it's not changing anything. I say, do you know what's amazing about you actually losing that body fat? You've done it whilst not restricting yourself. Obviously, technically speaking, you did because you're in a calorie deficit, but you've done it whilst breaking the mold. 
you changed the way of thinking, you changed your current beliefs, you trusted the process. And as a result of that, the desired outcome is that we've started to see you get leaner. That's amazing. That should be the thing that we're applauding, not just, yeah, you lost weight. Because that's the, essentially speaking, they then immediately go back to that surface level thinking, triggers it and they're like, oh, that's what I need to do, focus on that. And then what happens is they start to get tunnel vision. They start to place their worth on that. All of a sudden, they're gamifying it again and they're no really much better off. They've maybe lost 20 pounds and they're like, oh, Christian, I don't need your help anymore. I don't need this. I've lost 20 pounds now. And they're placing their worth on some outcomes. And the reality is, it's the process at which you need to change in the middle. You need to change your way of thinking. And ultimately, anyone listening to this podcast today, it's to raise self-awareness. I know you're not all coaches and you're not going to be coaching people, but you might have a family member that's going through a journey and they're doing this, or you might be doing it and someone's applauding you. I I just want to heighten your level of self-awareness so you know there's so much more to it. And the reality is, we are conditioned to think a certain way. Like people come to me and I'm like, and I'm telling them things that they've lived their entire life around. And like, I don't expect them to flick their state of mind and like a light switch. I expect them, it's going to take time to trust me. And I'm thankful that they've put their trust into me, but it's hard when I'm just telling someone to cross a path that they've just been crossing their entire life, but thinking a certain way. And I'm like, no, I want you to do this, but I want you to look at it this way. And folk are like, what? What? How the hell am I meant to do that? And I'm just like, you just need to trust me. You just need to literally trust me. And we had a couple of client hot seats recently in Project Level Up and a few folk were just saying, like, I'm like, what would you say to your old self? And they're like, just trust Christian, trust him because he's going to tell you and help you change things in so many ways that you'd never believe. So yeah, like you always need to look at the bigger picture. You always need to look at the habits. You always need to have a goal, a mission that you're working towards and then you need to work back the way. And if you don't, what happens is you just start getting tunnel vision. You start thinking day to day. You place your worth on things like the scales. If you did or didn't track your calories, ah, my nutrition's been bad. I haven't tracked. And ultimately, tracking's a tool. It's not the thing that defines your worth. It's not the thing that defines your progress. It's the thing that just literally is like there. So yeah, um, it's a, a big, obviously, it's a big realization there. I just realized that a call with Becky just popped up that we had it this morning. I was like, oh my God, if I just came on a podcast and I've got a call booked. Um, so that kind of is like the first one there, like the scales. And I hope that kind of makes sense. And a few folk have had a few breakthroughs there. The next part that's like, I don't really think we should applauding as well. And this is a big one that I really believe in is nutritional buzzwords, just buzzwords in general. Like people saying things like I'm eating clean, I'm eating healthy. I'm going to deto- detox or over just over labeling the fuck out or something like just saying things like I'm bulking, I'm dirty bulking, I'm clean bulking, I'm doing a lean bulk, I'm doing this. And you're like, just say you're trying to build muscle. Just just say you're trying to build muscle. Stop over labeling it. Folks saying like, oh, I'm getting a bit fluffy. I better start toning up and cutting and dieting. And I need to do this. And I need to eat clean and healthy. Just say you're trying to lose body fat. Do you know what I mean? Like just, just be, just keep it clear. Stop overpopulating it with loads of words. And see by using like unclear language and literally just being so unspecific, do you know you're actually making it more, you're making matters worse. Why? Because all these words are only relative to a person. Like, see the fact I said to you, what does clean eating mean to 10 folk in a room? I bet you they don't give me a different answer. Some of them might be fussy. Some may have certain diet requirements. Some of them might have a certain belief and perspective because of the way that they have lived their life and the, the culture and the dieting culture that they've lived in. They think that eating clean is not eating carbs. 
Someone else might think that eating clean is eating a thousand calories per day. Someone else might eat, think eating clean is just unseasoned foods and rice. Do you know what I mean? Like, if we are these, they're just relative to an individual. Therefore, if you constantly use these buzzwords, throw these things about without actually giving any context behind it. And if you like literally promote it, so someone's like, oh man, I've been eating clean, I've lost this much weight. And you go, that's amazing. They think they then think that what they've done is what they need to do. They then think that they need to eat unseasoned chicken and rice and broccoli and literally lose two pounds per week to deem themselves and warrant themselves as successful, which is mental. It's actually mental. You're like, ah, that like that's a mental way to think. Stop doing that. And you need to just get away from using these words. So this is a really good story that's like a share that I actually wrote a post about it. And I've actually had quite a few clients since then do a similar thing. And one of my clients, we had a, I just popped one of my clients a message the other week and how are you getting on? And I know that they, they've came out of like a sort of dieting phase for a long time and it wasn't, they didn't need to be in a diet. They just, they thought they did because they've been using all these words. And basically that their calories have been gradually increasing. And now this actual individual is a female and they're eating like two and a half thousand calories per day. Superbly strong, fantastic shape, loving their training, feeling really good, feeling very fulfilled in so many different aspects of their life as well just from training but they were really struggling to come to terms with the fact that they were eating more food and basically i was like right okay so i want you to just take they were, they, they were sending me messages saying feel like i'm overeating they were kind of freaking out about about it and i was like right what we'll do is they weren't tracking at the time i was like right, but what we'll do next week is we're going to track right and i want you to track for a bit of accountability so that you're you're not just eating everything in sight you're eating anything but not everything and you're doing it and giving yourself a bit of belief and understanding that you're doing it. They're like, right, okay, I'm going to go to a healthy food shop. So this was the first buzzword. I'm going to go into a healthy food shop. I'm going to get it all sorted. And I'm going to track next week. One week goes by, drop my message. How are you getting on? I'm really struggling to get my calories in. Like I'm, I'm finishing my day and I'm only eating 2,000. And I immediately called them out. I was like, that's a lot of shit you're actively eating 2000 calories per day. Like you are, you're subjectively, objectively going out to eat 2000 calories per day. You can't accidentally struggle to eat two and a half thousand calories when you're tracking, when you've planned it, you've, you've done it. And we started to realize that the person that I'm not using names or in that had actually literally just went into default mode because they went healthy, healthy to this particular person meant low calorie and when they were tracking, they associated tracking with losing fat. So every time they were tracking and they seen something pop up and in my fitness pal is all these wee features where it says high in saturated fats, they would immediately cut their portion in half. So with realizing and without realizing, they were actually unintentionally self-sabotaging because they were using words like healthy because healthy to them meant low calorie. And I was like that to them immediately after. We had this amazing breakthrough and I was like, look, Healthy doesn't mean low calorie. Healthy means eating in direction with your goals and your values. So this person at a time, healthy to them is literally eating on target. So eating literally, give or take, two and a half thousand calories, 10% either side. So 2,300, 2,600, somewhere about there floating about, right? Eating whole nutritionally dense foods for the majority of the foods, eating lots of veggies, eating different sources of protein, and still enjoying the foods that they eat, but they thought healthy meant 1,800 calories, 
no no foods that they can have and if they have something that's like chocolate it's deemed as a failure because that was their perception of healthy and I, we just had this breakthrough and i was ultimately that to the, my client like look i would actually be more grateful if you were to eat on target for those desired calories because ultimately that's going to give you the body the mind the energy to show up as the person you want to and if it was like 60 40 percent 60 percent whole nutritionally dense foods and 40 percent poor nutritionally dense foods i would rather that over the person massively restricting themselves because ultimately it's going to get them what they want because that is clear to them it's going to help them feel better and then when that will cross that bridge when we get to it we'll look at making better decisions but ultimately you you choosing these words is going to be the thing that's going to actually create more puzzle so the biggest thing to take away from this like what do we need to be doing we need to get clear and specific on what we're actually doing like we need to just be like clear like what are you trying to do well i'm trying to build muscle okay right so what are you training right now i'm training four times per week like you gave me christian and i'm averaging like i do quite a lot of activity like my job's quite active i can be anywhere between 10 to fifteen thousand steps and this particular person we work out that their maintenance calories is about 2500 and they want to actively build muscle. So I would say to them, right, we're going to aim to about eat about 2,700. There are thereabouts. So I mean, we'll track for the first two weeks to get you into a good place to give you a bit of an understanding. Then after that, we'll take tracking away because you've got a good experience with it. And then you can take the reins and have autonomy of it. Does that sound good? Yep. But then you need, that's so clear and specific. Like the, what I've just said there is so clear. The person wants to build muscle. We've got clear on the routine. We've got clear on their age, their weight. Their, we've got clear on their, their desired outcomes, their goals. Whereas if someone just says, I want to tone up, I want to eat, I need to eat healthy. What does that mean? What does that actually mean? It's so unspecific. It's so unclear. And it doesn't actually mean anything. Like realistically, I could get like 20 folk in the room and that would mean something different to every person. And I think this is the problem. And we can't just applaud this. And I know that I'm not expecting everyone to be like, they have to be masters of nutrition and understand what someone needs to do. But we just need to be out to get, like, just listen to what people do. Like, that's what I do as a coach. Like, I, I'm a good listener. Like, when people are literally my clients, sometimes I'm not an amazing listener when I'm doing other things. But like, I, I listen to my clients. My clients will say to me, and I'll be like, how's your week? And they start telling me, telling me what they're doing. And I just ask them questions. Like, they'll say, oh, I've had a bad week blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why was it bad? And then they start opening up. Oh, it's because this, 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 this. I've done this. And I'm like, mm. so you're basing bad on the fact that you didn't track or like something really minute. And they start going, mm, it's not actually that bad, is it? And I'm like, nope, it's not at all. You're making progress, but you're nailing everything that you do. In fact, you've actually had some serious wins going on here. And the fact of the matter is they've just told themselves a story in their head and got caught up in the, the fucking small shit that they've really just got tunnel vision and got caught up in something really that doesn't actually really matter that much and you're like man you need to stop doing that and and i think it's that it's just being clear and specific on your goals stop using generalized language and just stop being a fanny just stop saying words like i always say like people will message me in dms and i'm very straight to the point or new clients coming on board where they say something to me and i'm like that means nothing to me what you've just said there and they're like what and I think it's important to actually, I mentioned this in the last podcast with Chris, we, we need to be more straight to the point with people because ultimately by telling people what they want to hear, not what they need to hear, applauding the surface level stuff, nothing's actually changing. Whereas if you become a go-getter that just educates themselves and, and, and wants to help other people get that same level of education, you just need to kind of say it like it is because 
as a result of not enough people saying it like it is, people end up in the predicaments that they're in, and you just need to like be more honest with people. So I stop being a fanny. And uh, lastly, the last thing that I think people need to stop doing, and this is another one, like by applauding, are we making it worse or better? This is another example of making it worse. And I'll put my hand up. I used to applaud it. Folk would come to my boot camp, like first year of coaching, folk would be like, Christian, this is my third session today. And I'd be like, that's fucking class. Why is that class? Oh, I went to spin this morning, went and done a sporadic weight session, then came to your boot camp tonight. That's not class. That's called overtraining with absolutely no insight. And it's actually creating someone a poor relationship with exercise where they think they need to be training three times per day. That's a shambles. We shouldn't be applauding overtraining. Or like when someone's like, I just went out and ran a marathon. And you're like, but you only ever ran a 5K. I know, but I ran a marathon. Well, how long, how long did it take you? Oh, it was uh, seven hours and uh, I can't straighten my legs now. And you're like, like, why would you, why are you doing that? Like, there's absolutely no need behind doing that. Like, people just say things sometimes and you're like, man, we need to just really watch what we're saying here. And that's the, like, that was the point of this podcast today. It's just to kind of give people that self-awareness to be like, here, like what you're saying is actually really, really making things way more complex than what they need to be. Get clear. So the biggest takeaway for this is stop fucking using loads of jargon because nobody knows what it means. It's only relative to an individual. Stop, like, have a wee think before someone says something and, like, actually be like, hmm, is that actually smart what they've done there or is that, like, uh, stupid? Tell them, be honest. And then lastly, stop applauding people for losing weight. Like, it's good that someone's lost fat, especially if someone's really overweight and they're looking to make a change, but applaud the change that's happened in their life. Like, let them welcome fitness into their life, not fucking weight loss right that's the biggest one there so i i hope that hit home with a few people and i hope it made sense because i get these mad visions in my head or like i think about things and i'm like you know what people need to hear this they need to hear it so we need to look at literally reading between the lines instead of looking at the surface level stuff but guys if you enjoyed that like as always screenshot it tag me in it send me a message, we'll chat about it, see where you're at. And if you're interested in literally coming on to Project Level Up to be called out by me on a regular basis, to become the absolute best version of yourself, stronger body, sharper mind, and a more fulfilled life, then you know exactly what to do. Hit me up. We'll see if you're a strong candidate for the program. See where you're at and see if we meet in the same wavelength as well. And it's a good fit for you because I would love nothing more than to help you and help you maximize and optimize your life as well. So yes, guys, thank you very much and have a fantastic day.